welcome to the C4 Life Podcast, coaching for lives improved through fitness education. On this episode, we talk about the quarantine life, something we're all currently going through. So if you're struggling on how to function day to day, if this is your new norm, then this is the episode for you. We talk about home life, fitness, nutrition, and mindset to get you through this. Take a listen, and if you love it, leave us a comment and a rating, and tell anybody about it that you think would benefit. Let's get started. What's up, guys, and welcome to the C4 Life Podcast, which is coaching for lives improved through fitness education. And I'm here with Coach Jack, and we are super, super pumped to be back online. Uh, we took a little bit of a, a time off, a little hiatus, um, due to the fact that, of course, all of this stuff's going on, and we have actually been rebranding and changing up some things in our own gym. Um, so we thought it would be best just to, to take some time off. We didn't want to rush content and things like that. And we also wanted to make sure that that this podcast was available uh, to you guys on a bigger channel. So now it's available on iHeartRadio. So you guys can um, subscribe to it and hear it without necessarily having to go through Buzzsprout, which is what it was on originally. So we're really, really, really pumped to be back. I'm super pumped to be back. Um, just like Elliot said, um, it's been a few months since we were back on the mic, but um, things were changing around here and obviously in the world around us. And we wanted to make sure that we were delivering um, that high quality content to you guys and relevant material that we could take some time um, and put work into. Um, and so today's relevant um, content that we're going to talk about is actually about the quarantine. So what else is more relevant to anyone out there? And we actually feel like this podcast and the material we're going to cover <laughs> is going to hit the biggest crowd. Um, it's going to be the most relevant to the biggest crowd of people. So things we're going to talk about today um, is kind of about mindset during the quarantine. And we're going to hit on topics such um, as your home life, which everyone's at right now. So we're going to talk about schedule and routine, your fitness, nutrition, and then we'll wrap it all back up in mindset again. So yeah, well, I've, yeah. Um, I was talking with one of my athletes this week. So we do check-ins with our athletes at our gyms. And um, what I've been finding with my athletes is that a lot of people, now that they're in a quarantine or they're stuck at home, they kind of went into this phase um, this phase of our lives thinking that it was just more like extra days off of work or extra vacation time. And I think people kind of enjoyed that off the bat. They enjoyed have you know, being home an extra day or two. Um, and with that kind of comes no schedule, extra time on the couch, relaxing, which is great for a day or two. Um, but then it accidentally leads us to not being in a schedule and not establishing this period as a new norm. So that's something we're going to that phrase I think we'll use a lot today, new norm. Um, and then looking at this quarantine phase is not just um, another another week or two at home, but like a new a new normal for you. Yeah, for sure. I think I think the the biggest thing is the honeymoon phase is over. You know, I think people at first were like, you know, we, we get a, we get a week off, we get two weeks off of work, or you know, this thing is not as serious as as it's getting credit for as it's being seen and now that we're having to you know either stay at home or maybe you've been let go um, whatever the case is it's it's kind of kicking in and um and like jack said i think i think i think it's 
or like you said, I don't know why I said Jack, but um, I think it's super important that we look at it as, like you said, it is the new norm because if we keep on looking at it as, oh, it's going to be done next week or there's a hard date and it doesn't get there, then it's really going to put us in this almost like depressed phase where we're like disappointed at this fact. But if we treat it like, this is just life now. You know, I think I think that'll really change the mindset and make this a little bit easier to go through. Yeah. Like just for example, when, when the area that we're in, um, we kind of were told we're going to work from home for a week or everyone. And then it turned into another two weeks and then we got another month date out from there. But I'm actually kind of sitting at it thinking in my head that it's going to be another month longer than that. Not because I'm depressed in my feelings and think this is all negative, but I'm just trying to be realistic to like accepting like this is what my lifestyle is going to look like. So we'll kind of get into the first thing we want to talk about, which is a scheduled routine for your home life. Um, And honestly, the first thing we're going to tell you guys um, that we highly recommend is just to get ready in the morning. So when you get out of bed, instead of sitting in your pajamas and going downstairs on the couch, make your bed get your clothes on, wash your face, and then head downstairs as if you're getting ready for a whole day like you used to do before. Yeah, if, if, you've, ever, um, if you've ever done like a phone interview or a video conference or something like that before you get a job, uh, it, is, it is a whole different mindset. If you get up, you get dressed, you put on the clothes that you would be wearing if it was a normal uh, interview, it's gonna put you in that mindset of, this is this is work this is like i have to go get it i got ready to be able to accomplish things so if you're staying home you know and you're sitting in your pajamas and you never put on like regular clothes or the clothes that you would put on when you go to work you're gonna feel you're gonna feel lazier you're gonna feel like i'm in that pajama sleeping mode and i'm not saying that once in a while it's not okay to just lounge around the house and and keep your pajamas on but it is definitely um just a whole different thing. And, and I say that from experience because the moment that I put on, you know, my, uh, my t-shirt for, for work and I put on my work clothes, I, it's kind of like that, that productive, uh, phase of the day. So I think that's super important. Yeah. Not necessarily like you're getting dressed up, but you're putting on actual clothes for the day. Right. Um, and then the next thing we like to do in our house is make it to-do list. Um, this is actually, my husband is loves to do lists. He loves to see even my list to do on a list on the counter um, so that he knows what I'm doing. And so we think this is important for a couple reasons. One, so you'll be more productive at home. Um, And when people are productive and they're able to check things, like literally crossing things off a list, it makes people happy. Um, But then you're also going to be able to kind of respect a schedule more um, and work towards something in the day. Yeah. And it's, and you just feel accomplished. You just know, like you can, you have a visual representation of the things that you got to accomplish that day. And that's always a really, really good feeling. Um, And that's going to transfer over into your kids seeing that, you know, that you're doing a routine and then they're also going to thrive off a routine and a schedule as well. So maybe part of your to-do list is making sure that your kids have a to-do list, you know, or make sure that your kids are on a schedule because, um, you know, discipline as uh, discipline when it comes to the day and the schedule is super important. I think to everybody, as much as we, we kind of like to think that, you know, we don't necessarily need a schedule. We don't need to, to, to be in this set way. It, I think it, I think people just thrive off of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do. And I think they're actually more productive Sure. when you can commit to a certain amount of time to do something as well. Yep. 
Um, and then based on that routine, um, we often encourage people to commit to a time where the screens are turned off. So obviously everyone's doing school online right now. A lot of work is online. We're staring at our computer. We're staring at our phone. The TV's right there in our living room. Always a screen, um, but commit to a time every day where it is turned off. Um, you can kind of be refreshed. Your eyes can get a break. Um, and I yep. think that I think also I think turn screen off too. Um, that goes to so let's say you are using a computer for work or the kids are you know doing the homeschooling is turning the TV off in the background, right? And just full focusing on what you're doing on that moment and being in the moment of everything that you're doing. And so if you're working, you know, um, it's a it, it normally takes about 15 minutes to really get into the groove of an activity, right? So 15 minutes of no interruption. So if you have your phone next to you, unless again, it's essential for work, but it, or if you have the TV on, um, and you're, you know, looking at the TV and stopping what you're doing, then it takes a full 15 minutes to really get back into the groove and get that mindset back. So you know, not only limiting, you know, giving yourself 30 minutes to an hour of just no screen time doing something else, but turning the non, I guess the non-essential screens off when you are doing your productive work for the day. Um, and then with that time off, um, one of my favorite points here that we've talked about is getting outside of your home. And I don't mean going somewhere, but physically just being outside of the building of your home. So that can be going for a 30 minute walk. It could be working out outside. It could just be sitting on a chair on your back porch. Um, I would commit to like a 30 minute chunk of the day getting outside. It's just gonna give you this refreshed feeling when you actually walk back inside. So when we're inside, we're staring at the same four walls all day. You're gonna know every nick on your wall. You're gonna know every spot of the paint that's not right. So you need to kind of have um, a new vision when you go outside, and then it's going to make you almost more excited to come back into that room where we're spending 75% of our day. Yeah, definitely. I know for, for me personally, um, one, of, one of my daughter's things that we schedule out is going outside and like playing with the dogs and running around and doing that stuff. Like literally you know stop her what she's doing and say hey it's 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 time to go outside you know and she and she, even though sometimes she's like oh, i want to you know play or talk to my friends inside she always um ends up liking it you know we ended up i think we played soccer the other day and then we actually threw a uh, baseball we did baseball and playing catch for the first time so fun. And, yeah and that was all like like really awesome times that um, um, we wouldn't necessarily get to do. And it, it also kind of figure out what she likes and what she, what she doesn't like as far as that stuff goes. Yeah, that's you know? cool. It, it's springtime, so maybe we'll get gardening now and yeah. our front lawns look beautiful. It'd be awesome. Plant some stuff. Yeah. Get some, yeah. Um, I, think, I think the other really important thing is when you are making those schedules is uh, scheduling things that you, you wouldn't have like normally scheduled before. Yes. Um, you know, we're in a time where it, people just need... I think people need to be checked on. I think I think I think it's important to just just let somebody, let your family, your friends, like know you care, know you're thinking about them. You're and not being able to see them. Not at, just your 90 year old grandmother, but your friends, your cousins, people of all ages, um, and family lives. Yeah, because they're they're isolated. Um, kind of an interesting interesting story is uh, I have a I have a, a best friend from the military, um, and. Uh, this guy's awesome. Like we, it's one of those friends where you, you, you know, even though you may have not talked for a couple of months, like you guys talk and you're, you're caught up and, yep. um, he, 
he called me, he, he uh, checked in on me the other day, he sent a text, I just want to see how your family's doing. Of course, I was like, dude, that's so awesome. Thanks for checking in. How's your family doing? And one of the things he told me is he's actually a police officer. And um, he said that in since this has started, which I mean, you, you imagine it's probably been about at least a minimum two months, right? And he's kind of in a, in a, a more rampant area of this. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he hasn't been in the same room or has had any physical or intimate contact with his kids or his wife wow. since it started because he's a cop and a lot of like the things they see are Corona related incidents. What a sacrifice he yeah. makes for us. And I mean, you know, the fact that he's going through that and, you know, I think he needs someone to be able to talk to and like let, let it out the fact that he's going through that stuff. So it's kind of an eye opener on, you know, checking on other people because you don't know everyone's individual situation and they may just need that call and putting it on your schedule is so that you don't forget about it and it becomes part of your your routine as well. Yeah, I know my side of the family, we started doing a Sunday 630 FaceTime call. Yeah, it and we all just top on and talk and we normally like that much of the extended family would never be on the same call together, but it's really fun for a half hour just to see everyone. Um, so yeah, so maybe p- families will actually be closer. Yeah, and exactly. It's, it's something that may have not happened if this quarantine didn't happen, which is awesome. If you can find those things, like that's awesome. That's that positive mindset we're going to go back to later. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And then the final thing kind of about the home life we wanted to touch on is at the end of the day, setting a curfew for yourself. It's super easy to stay up and watch that extra movie um, or binge watch till 1 a.m. or not stop doing your work till a certain point at night um, because you know you don't have to wake up at an exact time in the morning. But staying on that routine and getting solid sleep um, and giving your mind a break um, is awesome. So we're going to say set a curfew for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the, one, the thing I want to add to this before we kind of jump into fitness is – if you are, if you're living with somebody else, uh, you know, you guys look at each other's routine and keep in mind that your routine is going to look different than your spouse's or whoever it is that you're living with routine. Um, and I think it's really important that everybody respects what the other person is doing, right? So if, if you are normally working a nine to five and you, your spouse is at their computer working from nine to five, um, I think it's important to just just give them that that time and that respect to, to be working because that is their normal. And, and sometimes it's really frustrating to kind of break out of that or like have somebody think that, oh, because I'm home, like now we can do whatever this person wants or we can break or this, you know. So I think it's important to keep these routines and also respect each other's routine and maybe have that conversation of saying like, this is my work time. This is this is what's scheduled, and and if it takes scheduling time with your significant other or with your family and throwing that in there, I think I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So yeah, I feel like I work the same way. If I can have so many hours of uninterrupted work, I'll actually want to be a better participant in family activities later because I'm less stressed. So yeah, and you're not thinking about work stuff. All the stuff I have left to do. Yep. Yeah. Okay, fitness. Fitness. Let's turn to it. Okay. Um, obviously we have a lot to say on this subject. Um, the biggest, well, I'll start off. If you were in a fitness routine before this started, so you were committed to going to the gym so many days a week at a certain time every day, we want you to stay committed to that. Um, 
it, again, tell your, if on Sundays you used to tell yourself, I'm going to the gym Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, tell yourself on Sundays, what days, even from home, you're going to work out. Maybe you, um, try to get it done early in the morning before the family wakes up. Um, so try to stick to a schedule and commit to a time and a day before the week, um, and all its distractions comes around. Yeah. And even if guys, even if you're, you don't, you know, you don't have a gym or you don't have weights, there is a huge, 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 huge benefit to still moving, get, you know, doing some sort of, um, physical activity, whether that's boosting the immune system, um, trying to keep, keep the muscles going, try, you know, um, all of that is still beneficial without weights and even if it's a different type of working out. So, you know, I, I really push for you guys not to just say, oh, I'm going to wait till my gym back opens back up to be doing something um, or I'm going to start tomorrow. Like if you're listening to this and it's been two or three weeks and you haven't worked out, then when this podcast is over, go go work out. Go or it's start been moving. three or four days. Yeah, or it's been three or four days for sure. Like. But, but commit to it. Make it a part of that schedule, a part of that routine. And just like anything else, let, let people in your house know, like, this is the time that I'm setting to do my physical fitness, which arguably is more important now than ever. And even if you haven't worked out, it is a great time to start because any, t- you know, when done correctly, um, physical fitness is really gonna gonna benefit your your body, your immune system, things like that, and and really just your sanity. Um, yeah, I think this is where the new norm comes back in that phrase we used before. Yeah. So if you look at this time as not necessarily like another week off of work, or I've got these another another two weeks to hang out at home, um, this is your new normal. This is your new routine. So don't wait for something else to happen to to start. This is how we're gonna fitness now. We're gonna be fitnessing from home. Um, so yeah. And then for those of us who have been, I mean, I'm using the term CrossFit, but working out, working out, working out in general. Um, now when you're at home, maybe it's the time to hone in and practice your skills or perfect certain movement patterns. Um, we have a lot of athletes that do a lot of tempo work now over our video calls at home. Um, they're using a lot less weight than what they're used to. Um, but I, I tell them this is a time when we can look really good moving. And then when you come back to the gym, we can kind of eliminate some of those flaws that we had before. So, um, you can try to find the positive and things that we can actually get better at while we're at home. Yeah. I see a lot, a lot of this happening on, on Facebook, which is awesome is, is people practicing, um, handstands and, uh, uh, maybe even, I mean, practicing, you know, their squats or, or trying to, just move better in general and they're t- they're taking advantage of the time which is awesome so uh, there's there's plenty i mean practicing skill work is so important i mean it's 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 just as important when we actually have a gym it's just not focused on as much because it's not the sexy um mm-hmm. type type working out that you're used to it's 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 really honing in on those weaknesses and 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 perfecting the skills so and then i also have to say even if you don't have certain equipment around you practicing those movement patterns um will also be better than not doing them at all for two months so if i didn't have a barbell and i wasn't deadlifting for two months if i was still practicing a deadlift with a broomstick and correct form you know and going really slow through my bar path when i got back to the gym i'd still be used to putting my body through those positions and it's not really going to be a shock when i go to do it for the first time and 
have no idea what this movement is. Yeah, absolutely. And the um, Greg Glassman, who I, I always like to quote, um, but he is the founder of CrossFit. He always says, you know, once you think you master the basics, do them again, but pay more attention this time, right? So that was like paraphrasing, paraphrasing. but yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, but it makes sense, you know, like you, you can't ever be too good at the basic stuff. So practice, practice, practice. Um, and then from there, guys, I think, I think something really cool to do is, or, or really something that's, that's happening that's awesome around the world is a lot of fitness professionals and, and places and people are putting out so much free content, right? So they're putting out, you know, free classes and, and free yoga and um, dance classes and all sorts of just things to help you to pass the time or to learn a new skill when you're home, right? And, and first of all, that's amazing. So anybody and everybody who's doing that, and if you happen to be one of those people listening, thank you so much for putting that stuff out. Um, I know we have a free... I have um, a free 1.30 p.m. Eastern workout every day. If you want to hit us up later, I can tell you about that. Yeah, so, so we put that out because, again, I mean, we know people need that outlet, right? So I think it's, it's, it's really cool that, you, you, uh, that they're doing that, and you should definitely take advantage of trying out a new exercise, a, a new way to use your fitness, right? Whether that, that be like... Maybe you go on and you learn, um, you take some dance classes with your spouse or you do some yoga classes or... Yeah, I saw online ballroom dancing the other day, Yeah, which I thought I mean, would be so cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, what if you came out of this and then the, the first actual uh, party you could go to, you just get yeah, on the floor and crush it. Yeah, we just break it out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be, that would be awesome. So um, I would definitely say take advantage of those free classes online. I mean, they're there, um, you know, and, and, and just learn a new skill. I think I want to jump to our last point and just have you hit that real quick while you're at it. Yeah, sure. Um, so with that, uh, we're going <laughs> to talk. Yeah. But, but um, I want you guys to, to be careful when you're, you are trying new things, right? Um, so one of the things that we want to talk about, is we have this list in front of us when we talk about this stuff, but it's, it's the <laughs> it's role. So we have a list because otherwise we'll just go down rabbit holes yeah, for to sure. keep us on track. Yeah. And um, so basically what I do is talk about the role of a coach. Um, so a lot of there is a lot of free content out there, and sometimes people think like, well, "Why am I paying for a, a coach?" Or if you're paying for a coaching service, um, the reason for that, and the reason we say like, "Be careful with new things," is now is not the time to be doing so many physical and new things that you're putting way more stress on your body than what your body's used to, right? So um, if you think about like what what we think about is, is everyone has a certain capacity, okay? Like you have a certain capacity for fitness. So let's say you've been working out three times a week for the last three months. Like you have the capacity to do that. You're okay. Your body can deal with that. It's adapted to it, right? So then you would bump up to four days a week and you'd probably be okay, right? But if you went from three days a week to two a days, so working out twice a day, five days a week, mm -hmm. That stress level is beyond your body's capacity, and mm -hmm. there is going to be some give and take or breakdown at some point. Right. So your body's basically going to have to give things up in order to compensate for the stress you're putting on your body in order to help heal the muscles, right? And if your body is focusing on building muscle or trying to heal your body because you've put so much stress on it from working out a bunch, then it's not going to have the energy if... God forbid something happens where you do catch the virus and your immune system has to fight it off um, or, 
you know, you may start to like lose sleep or you're having to, to eat more and you don't know where that middle ground is, right? So, so um, I highly recommend if you don't have a coach and you are looking to increase your capacity or actually uh, spend this time like getting better or upping your capacity for fitness, uh, then, then, you know, contact a coach, contact, you know, whether it's us or whether it is another coach, um, just, just get some advice on how to tackle how that. How to do it in a balanced manner. In There's a balanced definitely manner. a balance between um, increasing your fitness and training capacity and keeping your immune system and your mental um, mindset in, in a good place still. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that being said, something um, that we actually encourage our athletes to do right now is to take this opportunity to uh, work on mobilization and their flexibility it's um, a great way when they want to, some of our athletes, you know, they're home now, they want to work out for three hours a day. And it's kind of the way that we can hone that in that energy and give it a productive avenue. And so um, they work with us to figure out where they're limited in their flexibility or mobility. And then we give them things to work on in that time. So I, I use the example of if you were in the gym and your lower back always acted up, um, when you did certain movements. So maybe every time you squatted, your back hurt for a day. Or every time you hung from the bar, your shoulder hurt for three days. What if after this quarantine period, that pain didn't exist when you got back to what you were doing? Yeah. Or imagine imagine when you can actually do a workout and when you finish the workout, you feel absolutely amazing, right? Uh. Because it's I, I know that the sometimes some of you some of you guys who work out are like oh that's how I feel like all the time right there is a huge huge majority that think or when they finish a workout they're like oh, I have a knee pain an ache you know things are bothering me or this is just the way I am right or like I just have this excessive soreness and I have so many clients that we're doing uh, individual programming for now that are reaching out to me and saying man after I do that programming I feel so it's the best I felt after a workout in in so long and it's like yeah well you're not putting this crazy amount of stress constantly in your body and you're actually focusing on like you said the mobilization the flexibility um and then just doing things to let your body feel good move um and heal and also adapt to the the ranges of motion and things that you need in order to get a really good pain-free workout and of course when we say pain-free we mean like bad pain you know not like the lactic acid buildup yeah, or the burn yeah. that you get your from, quads are still gonna hurt a right, little after yeah. so many wall walls yeah but, exactly yeah. um all right so kind of going so so real quick like a just overarching of fitness is committing committing to the same time working out at least three times a week right with with no more than two days in between and understanding that that's your new norm um taking advantage of free things and of course if you're trying to um, go and, and increase the capacity or you don't know what you're doing in that realm, um, talk to a coach, talk to, to somebody. Um, there, it, I, I would love to talk to every single one of you. We open that up like just, just one-on-one calls. There's no like me trying to, to sell you anything, but just kind of helping you with where you need to be at. Um, um, I think that's all super important. So um, with that, we'll go right into nutrition. Well, everyone, so one of the biggest things we hear from athletes when we ask them, one of the first questions in their consults we ask them is, so how's your nutrition? Or we kind of kind of put that broad statement or question out there for them to elaborate on. 
um, an answer for us. And a lot of the time we hear, we hear from them that they don't have time. I don't have time to do this. Um, it takes too much time to meal prep. Uh, and so we are canceling that excuse out for you now. That's right. Um, yes, I know now some people at home have more responsibilities dealing with kids, but there's never been a good enough time where you to work on your nutrition. And let's be honest, we spend half of our day in our kitchen now or in our living room staring at our kitchen. So we have the chance to work on our nutrition. Um, and kind of the first thing we'll say about that is to be vigilant about your food. So whether you look at the uh, labels of your food and actually consider what the content is um, or consider your choice of a snack a little more deliberately um, or venture out um, and get creative. So I know with me, Going to the meat department has been an interesting adventure in the grocery store this past month. Um, sometimes I feel like the only thing that there is are 20-pound Easter hams and pork chops. And so we need to learn to kind of be creative with what's available um, and then try new recipes uh, from there. Yeah, so I, I think the excuse of no time is just out. Uh, there, there is time uh because because meals don't really take that long and then the other i think the other big excuse i always hear is i is people saying i hate meal prepping you you don't have to meal prep you could literally throw something in the oven set it and forget it and then you know don't forget it well don't forget it let (laughs) let the alarm go off but like you can set it and it won't you're not eating dry meat unless you just overbake your your meat but like you you know you can grill it there's there's infinite ways that you can cook this stuff and do it you know while you're still doing other things and not having to meal prep in one one big place or eat leftovers mm-hmm. um and then and then like you said being vigilant about the food there you know if, if there's not chicken but there's lean uh there's lean meat or there's other stuff dude, that's good right we we don't you shouldn't be just eating chicken and the rice same turkey yeah or yeah. the same turkey over and over or the same one meat like the more you cycle your meats the more you're exposing your body to different nutrients. And, and this goes with really anything, your, ve- your veggies, too. your fruits. And the more that you cycle that stuff, the more you're, um, you're changing the nutrients that you're giving to your body and the better you're going to feel. Um, and, and, and hopefully you're getting all of your, your vitamins and minerals for that day because you're putting so much uh, different stuff in, in your body, mm-hmm. right? Um, good. You got oh, no, I was just going to go. Yeah. yeah. So the, uh, so the next thing we're going to talk about is snacking. So that's another thing that we're seeing all over social media. A lot of memes and jokes about it. About, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I get it. I mean, I snack. There's no doubt that I like, look up from my computer screen. I see my pantry. I want to go grab something. Right. So, you know, there's a couple things you can do there. I always, I'm a big believer of out of sight, out of mind or out those, of the house, out those, of mind. Those Oreos can't destroy you if they're not even in your pantry. Right. So so making sure that you're not, you know, buying, you're not stocking up on bad stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like if you're going to, if you're going to do, if you're going to have a night where you're going to do popcorn and movies and stuff, then go out, get just the one popcorn and then bring it back in and then plan another night where maybe you're going to do like, the bat, you know, the bat, I, I don't, I use that word Lucy, but like the not nutrient dense type food. Right. So, um, out of sight, Pizza. Or, yeah, out of sight or, um, out of mind, or that's even better. Like 
you know, if you're, if you're, if you are going to do something like that, like you're going to have a, you know, whatever, order it. Right. So now it's like you, it has to be out of the house. And then also you have to spend more money to be able to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might, that might just kind of skew you from, from wanting to snack. Um, yeah. And so off, off of what you said from order, ordering, um, we actually encourage you guys to order locally, try some new, uh, restaurants that are just doing takeout now. It's also going to support your communities, um, help some small businesses, um, so it, and it kind of, it changes the attitude when you've been stuck in your house all day. Everyone gets excited, you know, to jump in the car, to go to the like, to go window at a restaurant. It's true. That's, that's the truest statement because that I, there's been multiple times I would say that, you know, we're pretty good about, you know, cooking meals and doing like good breakfasts, but sometimes you just, you want something different. Like you want a different flavor. You want a different taste. You're craving something. And that's exactly what I do is I call in the order and I just go and I'm like, okay, who wants to hop in the car? And, you know, I'll take my daughter um, who I've been kind of limiting how much she's allowed to go out because my daughter is um, uh, she's type one diabetic. So she's a little bit higher risk, but um, I'll, you know, leave her in the car and she's like pumped to go on this ride because she wants to get out of the house too. So I think, I think doing that is, is definitely uh, important and uh, it's, it's good. There's nothing wrong with, with, going after that little craving that you have supporting the community. Yeah. Um, all right. And then two, two more things. Well, one, I think the deep cuts is a great point. Yeah. Um, so right now some, we know there are some athletes that have the mindset of, so their mindset is I used to work out in the gym two hours a day with all these heavy weights. And now they're working out from home with smaller weights or doing body weight movements or not working out for, um, as long of a period of time. And so they, they are in the mindset that they're not burning 5,000 calories a day. And so they think they need to be in a thousand calorie cut every day. And we're going to highly encourage you not to go into deep caloric cuts at this point. Um, when you do that, it can compromise other systems in your body. So not only does it compromise or can sometimes lead you into depression, a whole other topic, but it's going to comp- compromise your immune system right now. And that is the last thing that we want to hit. Yeah. The, yeah, guys. So I, we're not saying that if you are working out less that you can cut you were, you know, doing like a muscle build or something like that um, or your activity level is going to change. So if you know what all of that means, like you have a set um daily energy expenditure right so my normal energy expenditure is somewhere around like i think it's like 2800 calories well i'm not moving as much as i used to be i'm not working out with as heavy as weights or in the volume that i used to work out so my daily expenditure will move down a little bit so adjusting it slightly is okay right like maybe 10 percent less something like that um, but again, before, if, if you're, if you're thinking about doing any type, I would be talking to a health coach or someone who actually knows nutrition, um, before you say, okay, well, now's a great time to be losing weight because that is going to require, um, a bigger, a bigger caloric deficit. And it also may require different types of foods to be eating. Right. So, so- just be careful there because we want your body uh, to be getting the energy it needs to be working at peak levels all the time. And food is super, super important for that. Be responsible yeah. with your body and your intake right now. For sure. Um, 
I want to hit on this other thing, which kind of leads me back to the schedule routine and home life was getting outside. So we encourage you to take one meal outside every day. Not only does this force you to kind of walk away from the TV and the computer and those same four walls that you stare at all the time, um, you'll probably chew a little bit more. So you'll digest your food a little bit better. And then I'm less likely to reach for seconds right away or go back for another scoop of something if I'm outside um, and I have to travel further to get my food. So and it also encourages more family time. Yeah, definitely. Take, I think that's a great idea, like taking, taking the food outside, kind of enjoying, enjoying nature, again, turning the screens off, not thinking about work and actually focusing on what it is that you're eating, like actually paying attention to the taste, letting your body actually feel full instead of um, quickly going, you know, for that second plate, um, you know, and and it's just important. So o- overall, the, the nutrition piece, just a, a couple things that you can kind of change up uh, and just making sure that you're, like I said, I think the best way is just being vigilant about your food and not giving yourself that excuse of I have no time or I don't like meal prepping. And if you need more information on like caloric deficits and health coaching and all that stuff, we did do a podcast about that, about nutrition and health coaching and things like that. Um, so you could always take a listen to that. I want to say it was like episode three. three. Yeah. So episode three. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. We got, I can't remember that. Um, but, uh, but, but get, you know, take it, take an opportunity to take a listen to that. And um, I think that'll, that'll help clear up some questions. And of course, if you have questions, drop comments and you guys can always message us as well. Uh, and then the last thing is going to be just kind of like the mindset going into this. Um, I think this is super, 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 super important. Um, Jack put me on a time limit because <laughs> I said before we started, I said, should I start a timer when you get to this topic? So this next point, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm very, very passionate about this because I think, um, I think having a, a a positive mindset through all this is super, super important. It's really going to help everybody in general get get through this. So um, first of all, I want to start by saying again, I, I think it's really important. I, I necessarily important, but I find it easier to cope with if I tell myself that this is the new norm. This is, in my mind, how it's going to be, right? So I run a business. We took our, our gym completely virtual. And in my mind, that's how the gym is going to be. I tr- at least I treat it that way, that it's going to be that way forever, right? And like, this is the new way that I'm going to conduct business. So that in my mind, when if I go, oh, well, the gym's going to open in two weeks, and then they extend us out for another month that we're closed, I'm not disappointed about that happening. And you're already set up for success right. during that extended time. Right. I'm going to use that as an opportunity to up my online game and to and to to figure out ways to support the community and the clients um, during this time. Again, like it's going to be that way forever. So that's just something that I, I think will help if people kind of just stop looking at it like, oh, June 1st it's good or may 1st it's it's life done re- life returns back to normal uh then the month of june right because the reality of it is is there's probably a good chance that it's not you know um but there's there's great and that's benefits not us being negative that's us having a balanced reality right of what's going on yeah so um so the thing that I, i'm going to tell you guys and that i challenge you guys to do um i've read this amazing book it's called the no complaining rule. I think everyone. This is where I'm starting the timer. Yeah, <laughs> I think everyone on earth should be reading. Should read this book. It's like a an hour read, hour and a half at the most. 
Um, and the number one thing is instilling a no complaining rule. And that means that for a full week, you need to challenge yourself not to complain. Honestly, if you start with a day, that's awesome. And then, then start with two days. So just creep up. So understand what no complaining actually means and what positive being positive actually means. So the first thing is being positive is not pretending that there's no negative. It's not sitting here and thinking, I'm just, we live in a land of unicorns and rainbows and fairies. Right. I'm, it's not saying I'm not telling anybody to pretend that the things that are not ideal are, are not happening. Right. Like those things are happening. There are horrible things happening. There are absolutely every day. Right. But that's that's every day regardless. Mm-hmm. There's always. Right. But what we do is we choose to look at the positive of things. Right. We choose to say you know, yes, this is, yes, I'm in quarantine, but I get to spend more time with my family. I get to hone in on new skills. Like you choose that. And it's, it's a skill that I think you need to practice. It's a muscle, like a mental muscle. So just like we be challenged, right? just like a a muscle group would be right. And you have to practice and you have to continue to, um, to cultivate your, your ability to be positive. Right. Um, so that's the first thing is understand what, what positivity is. It's choosing to look at the positive aspects of a possibly negative situation. Okay. But yeah, the next part's the butt rule. Yeah. So the butt rule is, um, so what the butt rule means is it, it is virtually impossible to go through a whole day and not make one complaint, right? Like I don't care who you are. Something is going to go wrong in the day that you're like, man, I just can't believe this happened. Right. So the butt rule means that you can say a complaint, and this is even if you say it in your head, you're going to say a complaint, and then you're going to add a but at the end of that complaint, right? So again, using the quarantine as an example, it's, man, I, uh, I hate that I have to stay home and can't go to work, but I'm able to make all my meals and not have to meal prep. I'm able to... Um, you know, catch up on my favorite book. I'm able to do this, right? So that's the butt rule is attaching a butt to every negative complaint. And after that, butt, there needs to be a positive comment. Mm-hmm. I uh, haven't been able to go out and see my friends, but I've gotten better sleep in the past two weeks than I have in the past six months. Right. Not or, me personally, but someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I haven't been able to see my friends uh, face to face, but I'm actually talking to them more because I'm scheduling that Zoom call and things like that, right? So um, I think the butt rule is super, super, super powerful, okay? Um, And then from there, I think uh, um, the the no complaint rule. So so understand that complaining is a powerful tool if it's used the right way, okay? So if if nobody ever complained, then nothing would ever change. However, you have to complain to the people that can actually make an impact. Mm -hmm. So for instance, you know, again, I run a business. So what I tell you guys, my, 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 uh, my employees and my team is they're not allowed to complain to members and they shouldn't really be complaining to each other. Right. Because now you're causing, you're complaining for no reason. It's like complaining gossip. Right. Exactly. You're gossiping, right? Because no change is going to happen from that complaint. But if you complain to somebody that can impact change, and then the person that you're complaining to is a person that understands that like that's a necessity in order to make change. Has the power to fix things. Has the power to fix things. Then 
that complaint is justified, right? You're not you're not making a complaint. You're making um, you're highlighting a problem. And then the other part of that is making sure that before you do a complaint that you have one or two solutions to that that complaint, right? I know that's super tough, right? Just just so you guys think about that, right? Like you guys see so much complaining on social media. I was media. just going to say this should knock off those social media complaints right. or, po- or excessive posts people make Absolutely. about nonsense. And, and, and if you guys think about it, I mean... Do you any if anyone has a friend that is constantly complaining, like, do you like to be around that friend a lot unless you are that friend, right? But then, and the same thing when you see all of these like different complaints on social media, like, does, or does it make, anyone have that person they follow on social media and then somehow you always end up reading their post because it comes up and then when you're done, all they've done is complained and you just realize you wasted 30 seconds of your day, right? Filling it with negativity, yeah. And then, and then you, there no no change, no impact happens. So the time that you spent complaining on social media or or gossiping to somebody else, unfollow those people, by the way. Yeah, I unfollow those <laughs> people too, or I snooze them, and then snooze um, them all. But if let's say you wrote a complaint on social media, but let's say like your complaint was of something that the government did. Well, how about if you find the way to uh, talk to the mayor's office or the governor's office or whoever it is that you're actually complaining about and sent them an email with a complaint and solutions, right? Which is what our clients actually do that. I mean, you've seen, we've gotten things where ways to make like our Zoom calls better and things like that. And we foster an environment, I think we foster an environment that allows them to tell us that. But again, our rule is, well, what's the solution, right? Like if you don't like something we're doing, how can we fix it? And we make or our what, clients... What would you rather see? Right. And we make them involved in the solution, right? So complain, but complain to the right people and make sure that you have solutions for the for the complaint, right? Um, if not, I honestly, like, I don't know if people get mad when I say this, but you're, you're part of the problem. Like, you're not, you're not benefiting anybody. All you're doing is making it worse, right? We're uh, in this together right now. That's it. Yeah, let's support each other. Um, and then you were the, only a minute over your time, by the way. On that topic. I got one more. Yeah, we got one more. So, <laughs> and then the last thing, which, which I think is super important, is showing gratitude, right? So uh, sh- thinking about what you're thankful for in the morning when you wake up and before you go to sleep. If you think of one to three things that you're grateful for, um, it will drastically change your mindset from thinking about negative. I used to years ago, I had just a plain journal, just a blank journal. And every night I would write three to five things I was thankful for. And they could be repeats from the day before. They could be as specific as I wanted them to be. It was just three quick things, set it down, went to bed. Yeah. And it it could be so simple. It could be, I didn't burn my chicken today. Like I made it to this bed tonight. Right. Yeah. I made it back to this bed. Yep. That's it. Like it's, it's very simple things. Um, but it is literally, impossible to be thinking about a negative positive thing at the same time right so like if you're showing gratitude if your mind is focused on what you're thankful for what what good is going on in your life you you just can't be thinking about positive you have to switch your mindset completely to be on positive so it's again it's flexing that mental muscle and it's it's training yourself to start looking for those positive things um Real quick, I know I'm over my time limit. Um, <laughs> the one thing that I'll tell you, you know, I always use this example because I think it's a super powerful example. Whatever you focus on, you're you're going 
you're gonna find right so think about this everyone here i think everyone's listening unless you're like under the age of like 20 you have probably purchased a car or you've had a car in your life right now for me i own a, a ford fusion right i've li- when i went to the dealership i saw the ford fusion i fell in love with it i've never seen i don't think i even knew a ford fusion existed prior to going into that dealership however the moment i bought a ford fusion guess what the number one car that I see on the road all the time is? It's a Ford Fusion because I own that car. And so my mind knows exactly what that car, like I know what to look for. And my mind is focused on seeing those cars because I'm like, oh, he owns a Ford Fusion. Awesome. We're friends. Right, exactly. Like we're friends. (laughs) We're We're immediate friends. It's the same thing with a mindset. Like if you focus on positivity, you will see you will see the positive all the time. And I think seeing the positive is not only um, like a self thing or an internal thing for yourself. It can also be seeing the positive can be how you respond to others. So when others make social media posts or they post positive things or, or, you know, make any posts during this time, it's that you have encouraging things to say back to them. And maybe you wouldn't normally say something to someone, but you can just be that extra encouragement or that extra bit of love that they receive that day. And that can kind of be how you're forcing yourself to see positive is by turning it on to someone else as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I think guys, that's super, super important. And I think if we can, if we can really instill that no complaining rule, it is uh, negativity is an infectious disease. So is positivity, right? And it spreads way faster than negativity does. I promise you. So if you can be that person that starts that trend, um, I think you'll see it spread to the people close to you. And it will be, um, it'll just be wildfire. So, um, so I really challenge you guys to do that. And if you found anything positive in this episode of our podcast, now that we're back up and running, um, I highly would recommend and uh, request that you share this with someone who you think could get a good listen. Um, we've just encouraged you guys all to go on 30 minute walk. So if you now have a 50 minute walk that you're going on. Yeah. <laughs> you can listen to this when you get outside. Absolutely. So um, you can, if, if you guys don't know where to find um, myself and Coach Jack, we do have an Instagram. Well, the, the podcast has an Instagram, which is Coach for Life. All mm-hmm. right. So um, you can check that on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram handle is Live Ready Coach. Jack uh, underscore Sitnik. Yep. That, so you can reach any of us. You can shoot us a message. You can leave a comment. Um, and then if you, if you want to directly talk to us, um, again, this is, we open this up to the community. I don't care if you want to, if you want to vent to me and then watch how I turn everything positive back to you, <laughs> um, <laughs> then, um, um, I, I want you to hop on www.crossfitdeprivation.com. That name is going to change soon, but that's what it is right now. Um, and then you can actually go on and look at our schedules and just schedule a call. Right. And we will, we'll happily hop on. We'll chat with you. Um, like I said, if it's just something where you just need to, to speak to somebody, um, we're really, really we're happy to do it. So, so please use that um, if you need to. All right. I think that wraps it back up. That's it. We hit everything today. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Happy quarantine day, guys. Yeah, guys. Um, keep social distancing. Uh, keep keep uh, focused. Uh, there is, this is going to end eventually, and I want you guys to know that. And, uh, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening.